welcome back to the Fangirl Forum. I'm your host, Meredith Loftus, AKA your friendly neighborhood fangirl. Guys, there is so much going on in the world of Marvel fandom. There's already a trailer out. We may get to more trailers by the end of this week. We're gonna break that down and then some. And as I say, we, that means I'm not alone. I'm not just gonna ramble into a microphone. That's fantastic. Joining the Fangirl Forum today, is a guest not too long ago. She's uh, one of ET Live's amazing line producers. Give it up for Brianna Sutton. Woo woo! Guess who's back? <laughs> yes, thank you so much for coming back. Like I again, I told you, like I loved having you on. And yeah, so, I loved um, being here. I'm so excited. Yay! And uh, she is not alone. Joining the Fangirl Forum is another fanboy. He also works with us at ET Live. One of the best graphic artists I've ever met. And he's one of uh, the creative minds behind uh, Radio Tunes. Uh, give it up for Ernie Moreno. What is up? Yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on. It's gonna be, uh, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, you kind of badgered me a little bit about bringing you yeah. on to the Fangirl Forum, but I gave you a, a specific to... Basically, it was only was, super jealous. Yeah. That's what it is because he was too sad that he wasn't on the last yeah, one Yeah, it's I was. like what motivates me a lot of the times is just straight jealousy. Yeah. So when I heard Brianna was going to be on, I was like... And why not me? I'm, I'm a fanboy too. I can do that kind of stuff. And then so like, you know, baby gets his bottle. <laughs> We're starting like this. We're starting like this. All right, I'm just like Ernie. Let's yeah. let's keep the fighting words back just a tad because we will get into it on so on uh, a certain subject. The the con- yeah. The girl the- sent me home with homework we did send you home with homework and you did it we're going to talk about it later in this show but first we have some news going on uh in the world of fandom this is a the first story has nothing to do with anything comic book related but i'm just super geeked about it wes anderson has gone into production on his new movie uh the french dispatch with obviously Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, and joining is Benicio del Toro and Timothy Chalamet. I am so geeked. Dude, yeah. those those first few I was like, is that his regular cast of characters? Exactly, it's his regular cast of characters, but they like have a- been so ingrained into the Wes Anderson filmography that it would be weird if they weren't. In yeah, totally. but has yeah, Benicio been in one of his movies before? He hasn't. This is no, this that's what I'm first. excited about because. I love Benicio. He's Same. great. Every time he's on screen, remember when he was on Star Wars, The Last Jedi? Oh, yeah. That character's a complete throwaway, but at the same time, I was like, but he was so he's good. He's so good. <laughs> he was my favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, and oh, when he showed up in Infinity War just like, for his small little yeah. scene, I'm like, Benicio! He's in the background. I know. Magnificent. I love Benicio. Uh, so I'm really excited to see like what he's going to be doing in Wes Anderson. I feel like he'll just be a, a trickster of a character, but he's so good at playing Yeah, this. he is. Who he's else? Has, he has such a big amount of range. Mm-hmm. He does. Like, he can play this brooding, murderous, you know, just deviant. Or, like, what he played in Star Wars, this, like, stuttering, insecure trickster. You know, it's just such mm-hmm. a wide range. Yeah. yeah. Did you race. see Sicario? I did. 
I liked him in that. Have you too. seen Sakari? I haven't seen Sakari. Girl, yet. watch Sakari. I, know, like, <laughs> I don't know about that. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one's Well, I want to see the second one because Josh Brolin is also in that. It was like well, the Josh summer. Josh Brolin's in the first one too. Oh, he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's just cool. like so Emily a lot Blunt. of Josh Brolin. We got yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emily Blunt. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. The first one, the first one but she's not in the second. Yeah. yeah. I did know that. It's funny. I watched Josh Brolin in Goonies. Just like this weekend. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, right. He's he, in this. He's in that. He's like, he grows up to be Thanos. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely watch uh, Sakari, Sorry. the first one. Well, so good. Will do. Timothy Chalamet. I feel like he's just been in everything. He recently. has. Him I'm not familiar with. Um, no, Call Me By Your Name, Beautiful Boy, um, okay. Lady Bird. Okay, Bird. yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 He's in, like, everything. He's an indie darling, yeah, and like, that's why this is so perfect. He's yeah. working with a Wes Anderson. A yeah. Wes Anderson indie film? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like... No, Wes Anderson's films look like films, indie. Yeah, 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 totally. They're very stylized. Artistic, yeah. That's why it kind of just fits together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I got it. It's just a match made in heaven. <laughs> Who else do you, from like Wes Anderson's usual like cast would you want to see in this? Uh, I mean, Jeff Goldblum at this rate. Yeah. I feel like he's now been integrated into uh, yeah. that. But what has he been in besides Grand Budapest? He was uh, one of the voices in Isle of Dogs. Oh, that's right. I want, to say, I, want, I want to say Adrian Brody's part yes. of his cast of yes, characters. Yes, I love Adrian I, Brody, especially in Grand Budapest. He needs to come back. I love him in everything. Yeah. I, as long as I don't have to deal with uh, Jason Schwartzman as much. I don't understand why you don't like I love Jason Schwartzman. I don't know why you don't like him. Did you see I don't Game get it. No, I didn't see Day Night. He's, he's like the main guy at Game Night, isn't he? Oh, Game Night. Jason Schwartzman? Yeah, no. Who am I talking? Jason, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Schwartzman again? Schwartzman no. is in a bunch of Wes Anderson movies. I'll show you a oh, I think I, I think I know who you're talking about. He's okay, a little yeah, yeah. small guy with a mole. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, I love awesome. Jason Schwartzman. He's so He's funny. Fun. It seems like he fits in that world. Yeah, yes, like he fits into that world, but perfectly, totally. Uh, He's because like indie, indie like people who do indie part of that world have all that. Oh, totally. He's totally. great in Scott Pilgrim. Totally. No, that's that's like <laughs> one of the evil exes. He's terrible. But I mean, uh. he does it great. Okay, later. No, he fits in right in that world. Like these beautiful people who have this like one weird thing about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Brody's a, a, a perfectly, like, handsome individual, but he's got a big kind of nose, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody has their little thing. He fits right into that universe, if you want to call it that. I just think that he's a little overrated, and I think Rushmore is overrated. Oh, overrated? Yes. What? He's I, don't, like... I think he's a fine actor. I don't know if anybody's being like, ugh, yeah. all the time. I don't think That's he's me, overrated. But... He's not Brad, he's not like a Brad Pitt I don't type. Get why you don't Nobody's like seeing like Brad Pitt. I don't get it either. What is it? I don't know what it is about him, or maybe I just connect it to like all the characters he plays. I'm just maybe not. That's maybe that's it. It's probably that. I just I'm not a fan of him. And I just watched uh, Sofia Coppola's uh, Marie Antoinette, and he was yeah, King Louis in that, and he's just bland and terrible. And I'm just but he plays that part so well. Fine, he plays that part. <laughs> you know what it is for me for in that character specifically? It's like he plays so many roles you forget the ones that he plays because he's kind of 
played everything. He blends into the yeah. and he blends because yeah, he's usually he not uh, uh, he's not the main character. He's usually a secondary character, but, but when he does he it plays so a well. Main character, that's when I'm like, mm, I'm really. But when does he play? Yeah, when does he play main character? Rushmore, Darjeeling Limited. I'm oh, that's right, that's right. Rushmore. He is the main. Yeah, that's what got him his like yeah. stardom and. But he's so great. Like he does well. Mozart the Jungle is now canceled, but he was like one of the. Oh, that's right. You guys were talking about that last yeah. time. I was like, yes. he got canceled. <laughs> I, I'm still upset about that because now Marvelous Ms. Maisel comes on the same time that Mozart in the Jungle would premiere, which is like early December, and it just which it's already. I just, I just think Marvelous Ms. Maisel actually launched like a few hours early. It's oh really? It's on Prime. Yeah. Uh. That's fun. I think you're just mad because it sweeps the, or like, didn't it, didn't it sweep the, uh, what's it called? The Marvelous Miss Maisel? Yeah. Wasn't yes, it like it nominated did. for everything? Yeah, it was. But the, so was Mozart in the Jungle when it first came out. Right. And it was like uh, award show darling and everyone loved it. And Gael Garcia um, won for his performance in that. And I'm just saying, listen, I love Alex Borstein and she's in that. So I'm all for it. <sighs> I love me some Alex Borstein. It's been my favorite role of hers in a long time because, you know, she... Well, you like Matt TV? She's great Matt TV. Fine, but <laughs> she's just passing in checks of her family guy for all this oh, time. And... That's fine. Whoa. She can get, get that money. Get that I money, mean, girl. I'll watch it eventually, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. It's good. It's good. Whatever. Okay, let's, <laughs> let, let's pivot a little bit. Yeah. Some sad news recently. Uh, SpongeBob creator Steven Hillenburg has passed away. No. Um, so sad. The world is a yeah. little less yellow. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going was, with that, but thank you for for finishing that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a surprise, and yet it wasn't because a lot of the I read about it after the fact that uh, his his condition was diagnosed a year before, so mm-hmm. he was kind of prepared for it, which what is nice. Have? Was it cancer or something? I forget mm-hmm. what he had because I haven't read it in a whole. Oh, it was ALS. Time. I ALS. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but you know, damn. Yeah, the world is uh, lesser. Only a it. year yeah. after he was diagnosed. I think it's with a ALS? year and some change, but yeah. Because mm-hmm. it usually takes like some time, right? Because I mean, Stephen Hawking was clearly. Well, that's Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got the power of science behind him. Yeah, science. Have you seen that contraption they had for Stephen Hawking to like have him talk and everything? They put things in his mouth yeah, so they could like, talk. Yeah, yeah. Crazy man. Yeah. He was the the man was like fifty percent cyborg at that point. Yeah. You know. I loved it because as soon as that came on, everybody started doing their like favorite SpongeBob quotes and everything. Yeah. But the crazy part was that I quote Spongebob to my nephew and niece. They're mm-hmm. like eight or nine. And they don't know. And they know. No, they know. Oh, they they know. watch they all of Spongebob from season one all the oh, way wow. to Because okay. you forget kids can stream whatever they want. Oh, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you start saying like Krusty Krab pizza and then they start pizza, singing. Pizza, pizza, There you go. Let's see. That and that's that kind kids. of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that I loved about that early Spongebob stuff. It was dumb for the, it was dumb and funny and it was goofy. Mm-hmm. I loved that kind of stuff. Now yeah. it's more like, yeah, it's a little I, more straightforward. I haven't you know watched I mean? it recently, but I've I've seen some of the newer episodes, and they're not as good as like the first three seasons. <laughs> I think it was what it was. It's just the goofiness of the characters, funny. Like yeah. he works at fast food, and he's yeah. like, "It's the best job ever." And yeah. he can't pass the driving test to save his <laughs> life. Right, exactly. 
Um, I don't know if y'all have seen this, but there is a petition uh, for SpongeBob Sweet Victory uh, to play at the Super Time, uh, oh the Super Bowl. God. I have seen that actually. I would love that. I would. I think it's a that's weird looking fish. <laughs> That would be awesome. That they would really be, should do that. That would be really fun. Somebody call Adam Levine and the rest of the. It's not. Oh, we're gonna pivot yeah. to that now. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. No, but like call them up and listen. Just like be sweet victory. Yeah. He you puts have on the to. Everyone would lose their minds. <laughs> Everyone would lose their minds. That would be awesome. But they're no. not gonna do that. No, they're gonna play it safe. Play their faves uh, or their uh, classics and whatever. whatever. Why are they even? <laughs> Let's not get into that. No, we're not that. <laughs> uh, it's funny, like as as a as a person who audit. Well, I don't know if the right word is auditioned, but like to get into Nickelodeon, if thing you have to do tests and everything. Uh-huh. As a person who got to see like those early SpongeBob model sheets and what they look like now, mm-hmm. it's completely like, like night and day. Oh yeah, yeah sure. Thing. And stuff like back in the day when they're like, yeah, SpongeBob tries to get his fishing license. And Patrick's going to stick a th- uh, walkie-talkie in his head and we're like, this is the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Here's episode? I think that one. The one where he tries to pass his driver list by cheating. Oh, you know, yeah. And Patrick, because it's one of the few times Patrick is smart. Because mm. otherwise Patrick's like a complete Oh, yeah, moron, yeah, that's you right. You know what I mean? Cause he what does he say? There's something he like keeps repeating at the end when he like starts driving off the road. But it's like, he, I can't do this. I can't cheat. And then, like, Miss mm-hmm. Pop. Oh, that's what like, he said. Is, I can't cheat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she goes, oh, And he's, like, Bob. crying. He's like, no, oh. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Spongebob. I love the teacher, too. Oh, Neptune. <laughs> 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 Mrs. Puff. Some of my favorite Poor episodes had to deal with uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, oh, uh, especially how old they were <laughs> like in the retirement home. Yeah. And I really loved Sandy and the episode when they Sandy visit Jeez. her habitat underground and they're just like, water. Oh, yeah. That, is that the one when she's hibernating? Is that the same one? No, no she's talking about the one. first time Probably we go over to Sandy's house. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, like the one where I like the one where she's hibernating. <laughs> Patrick's like, oh, yeah. pinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the hibernating one, too, because mm-hmm. that's when she's mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> Uh, not you, pinhead. Right. We call it pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> and then when also the Texas song, that was a good one too. Oh my god. The oh Texas yeah. Song. She's all about Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's from Texas. She lives in Texas. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I think one of the funniest bits ever is when uh, Sandy's going to go after the Alaskan sea oh, yeah. or whatever. But SpongeBob puts on a mask and goes like, "Sandy, this is your father." <laughs> what? I don't he tries. He's that. trying to get her to stop. Mm. So he's doing everything to get in her way, and then he puts on a mask and goes like, "Sandy, this is your father, and I'm telling you to not go." And yeah. then she like pushes through him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know how like an old school, and, oh, yeah. old school like saloon bar doors that oh, just goes yeah, right okay. through, and he goes. Oh, kid you not, the first time I went to Knott's Berry Farm at uh, the saloon part, I, like, kicked the door open. <laughs> That's funny. I would do that, It too. is so much fun. I love, I actually love Knott's Berry Farm. I, I would love to, like, bust into a saloon. 
I heard Dirty Dan was calling me names. That would be so much fun. I since I've been playing Red Dead Two like crazy. I went to Nutsbury Farm for the kid because they have like the uh, what is it Camp Snoopy. Mm-hmm. But like I was walking around going, yeah. <laughs> 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 expecting a shoot. Was, like, that place is great. It's Red Dead Redemption. We can't talk. We Red are Dead. not Red talking Red, Red Dead. Dead. <laughs> We're not talking that. We do that too much in the office and people we get did. upset. Oh, I have to tune it out because everything, they, they talk about it like it is just regular. Yeah. And I honestly hear the weirdest parts of those conversations. Yeah. And she then, just hears the murder. Yeah. I listen to the murder and rape parts and I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah, no, there's no rape. I was telling Ernie about how like I was almost killed by an incest couple. Oh yeah, and incest they, like, couple, that's They right. tried to kill me and take my money and Meredith was like, what? What happened to you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, in Red Dead. She's like, oh I, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so one of our other, one of our other coworkers Carter, shout out to Carter. He was like, tell me oh, he yeah. ran into the same situation. He walked upstairs because he's like, hey, why don't you go check on my sister? Yeah, yeah. You walk up there and you catch her like half dressed or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she oh, does no. that. I'm almost done. Go back downstairs. And you're like, this is free. What's happening? Did he shoot her? Oh. I think he just shot them both because that's the easiest way to finish things off in that game. See, this is why Meredith doesn't yeah, like Yeah, but this. I want to <laughs> kill the Red Dead talk because. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There are plenty of people out there talking about Red Dead. I'm honestly going to start streaming, maybe, because Ninja makes seven figures a month streaming. Yeah. yeah. Seven figures a month. I a see. month. I see. I see. Hey, listen. I'll tell you what. I think if you start streaming, uh, you'll get like a small following. Because you guys already have a pretty good following between the two of you. You know what I mean? So get on there. You play a couple games. You get you get an audience we'll for see, sure. We'll see. Yeah. I might start it up honestly. For it's because there's less girl women doing it than men. Uh, so if yeah. I do it, it's like uh, one in like a million. Dude. You guys yeah, doing it's like one in a thousand. So okay, you know, there's right. more space to to move around. You know, maybe I mean? I'll do it. We'll All see. Right. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, uh, Stephen Hillenberg, uh, and rest in peace, Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Talk. Red Dead Talk. Red Dead Talk. Okay. All right. One more thing before we get into all this, like, Marvel stuff. So, supposedly, uh, the Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker origin movie has wrapped. Jess. Do we even want this movie? Okay. It looks interesting. I've seen, like, some clips of him, like, walking around on set and stuff. And he looks like he was, like, really into the character. Which, I mean, most people who play the Joker get really into the character. But he's he seems like it'll be an interesting take. I'm interested to see it. We'll say that. I'll reserve my judgment until I see it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Mr. Sir Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Uh, he takes on weird roles. And that's exclusively what he takes on these days. Yeah. It's just these weird mm-hmm. roles. Like, you remember the time where he was going around being a weirdo for being a weirdo's sake and then they made this movie called I'm Still Here. Yeah. Just no, like, he was, I mean, the whole time he was doing that for the movie, but oh, nobody, sure. yeah. nobody, no, nobody knew, knew that's what he was doing. But like, people figured it out, which kind of sucks beforehand, yeah. you know? And that's why I'm interested because he read this script and he said, huh, a Joker, like, I'm sure it would have been like people do Jokers all the time. He must have seen something unique about yeah. this like not only the fact it takes place like in the 60s right no it takes place in like i think the 
seventies or eighties. Seventies or eighties. It looks like the seventies mm-hmm. from his clothes. So think about yeah. like think about that and think about all the like Batman's with the gadgets and the this and the that and everything. Seventies mm-hmm. and eighties Batman will be like a little more subdued in that regard. Do you and think then, we'll see a Batman? I think we'll see the beginnings of a Batman because I think this is just going to be like a like a coming to fruition Joker. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the biggest part of it will be at the end, but his rise to it is mm-hmm. what's going to be fun to see because yeah. I, I the whole like killing joke thing I think that's what they're basing it on but it's not but they're like we're not going to just do that because Got the it. character looks like nuts right mm-hmm. you see his suit it's all like orange and stuff like when he's mm-hmm. performing ah, I can't wait because mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be more psychological than yeah. like Look at me! I'm just stabbing people and killing people. I don't yeah. think that's well, what's going to be Well, I mean, that's about. not how Heath Ledger's was. So yeah, um, it was a little. No, he no. killed like two people. He killed a bunch of people. No, he didn't. He, like, well, stabbed okay, people. here I'll say it. He killed people indirectly. He killed that one dude with the pencil, which uh-huh. was incredible. Uh huh. He killed then, the guy who had a hit on him with like the knife in his mouth. He like slit his throat. Yeah, he, and he then blew up the prisoner guy because he put a bomb inside of him and killed him. Yeah, but that's not like stabbing. He also people. shot the guy in the bank job. In the yes, bank? he did. Yeah, but that's not without just, any kind of. But that was his own. But that was the plan in the first place. Like. To, Steal right. all this money no. and take and out people made, one by one. But I and mean, then he made those two guys fight to the death. Yeah. That was yeah. And but I mean, you don't he know what kind do of that himself. That's still like a psychological I, like I game that like he's playing indirectly. That's what I said indirectly. But I mean, it's still like a psychological like yeah. game that he's playing with these people. Sure, but he like, don't say he didn't kill people. You just listed off like five I didn't or six say people. he didn't kill people. I'm just saying he's not just going around like stabbing people like that. Yeah, no, no, I got you. But he, he he did some killing. Plus, he's like yeah, shooting he at Harvey Dent's car and stuff. Like, shot at Batman. He's well. I guess like I the thing the reservations I have about this Joker movie is because once you unveil too much about a villain, then it, it kind of loses its mystique to it. You know, sure. and. It, that's what made Heath Ledger's Joker so great. Depending on who he's talking to, he changed the story of like how he got his uh, scars, scars on his face, mm-hmm. and it was that unpredictability that like kept you on your toes. And I'm just afraid like if we get too much about like the man behind the makeup, we lose the impact of the Joker. But at the same time, like I think Joaquin Phoenix is a great pick. Um, I think mm-hmm. he was my choice for the Joker before Jared Leto. <clears throat> and then they went with him, and that was a bad decision that all around. Weird, yeah. So I'm interested in, like, his take on it, because I know he'll he's going to really dive into it. And plus DC, I just, I don't implicitly trust DC. Yeah. <laughs> I won't spend money on DC movies <laughs> opening weekend. By the way, can I'll I... I'll never forget what she was Can I just share that little story? <laughs> I want to share this story because oh, I think gosh. it's funny. Like me, we're doing a certain, we're out to lunch or something, we're having a similar conversation and in our building we actually have DC is on like the third oh, floor. DC so every, like DC Comics, or DC because it's well, DC, DC Comics. Well DC and comics. Warner Brothers technically. Oh, is yeah. Warner Brothers? Yeah, so there's a DC comics. comics floor and then there's a Warner Brothers DC floor. Really? That's the Batman Is that floor. like the third floor where the yeah, Batman thing but is? Also yes. it shares, okay. it also shares with Legendary. That's oh, the other Legendary side. has the top floor. Is it the top floor? Yeah. Okay, so. Is it the top floor? Because yeah. like their sign is on like the bottom. 
There's signs on the bottom, but they have like the top two floors. They, they probably oh, share a lot of space. Is, okay. Um, mm-hmm. But like uh, DC, since DC is there, we run into a lot of the people. Actually, a friend of mine just moved over to DC from oh, Disney. Oh, cool. That's cool. But we're just talking. <laughs> we're just talking Demotion. and everything. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Meredith starts, she goes on a bit of a rant. Uh-huh. Not like screaming rant. She's just like, I don't trust them. They're not going to take my money anymore. I'm not going to see them on opening weekend. Blah, blah, blah. And then... And then one of the guys like, yeah, we're, he's like, you know, I work at DC. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it he walks out the elevator, guys. And you know what's funny is I saw the number like of the floor highlighted. And I'm like, somebody in this elevator is DC related, and she is going. She's just going in. <laughs> And she was like unhinged at that point. Yeah. She was just like she got. I don't her think foot. I was going I was like angry. that. I was saying, no. She wasn't going off. But she I was, was saying like it always like frustrates me if I pass by a DC floor because I just want to be like, yo, what are you doing? You act like they have the decisions. Of <laughs> They're course. Decisions. Yeah. But no, was, I know they don't. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, keep Henry Cavill as Superman. Yo, when's this Batman movie gonna get made? I just like, do we need more Superman movies though? Honestly, I, that's my thing. Nah. Like, we can just stop with Superman. Yeah, we can just, I just stop. want Henry Cavill to have one good movie. That's it. He had one, happen. Man of Steel. Was that though? It was all right. That it was passable. It's, it's, I don't want him to go off on passable though. That's, that's the gets. one thing. Like. That's I watched the Superman yeah, like, scenes from Justice League, and I'm like, that Superman, okay, that glimmer of hope, he's lighthearted, that's what I wanted to see, that's a movie I want, and it sounds like we're just never going to get it, and that sucks. I don't know, I'm, at this point, I'm over Superman, like, show, who else does DC have, like, they I've, have plenty of other people, but they suck at their, like, core three, or what they were trying to do with the Justice League, but just failed miserably. Yeah, that's what I'm like, maybe they just need to explore their other heroes, but that's not been working for them either, so maybe they should just give up. Uh, no, but they're not saying. though. They're they're it's making the Harley Quinn know, movie. I they're know. making Birds of Prey. Freaking Birds of Prey. Which Maybe Wonder Woman 1984 will be good. I hope Maybe. so. I Without, hope she's Didn't Sam it just get pushed good? back I, because of problems or something? Oh yeah, like, like 2020. Yeah. I heard Aquaman is like not great but watchable. Yeah, well, I heard it's watchable like, because there's a hunky dude with a shirt taken off. Oh he's, my god, he's usually just all wet. And quit. stuff. He's got the wet hair. It's all rippling down. And stuff. I heard the reviews that I saw were that it was like crazy and ridiculous, but yeah. like fun, but like still not good. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it's like that bonkers. sucks because yeah, that sucks because that's what people said about Ragnarok when they they were like, you gotta watch that. It's crazy. It's colorful and it's fun. And I was like, great. And it became my favorite Thor movie. Because Ragnarok like, yeah. is fun. Yeah, I but I don't it. think it's gonna be like Ragnarok. But like Ragnarok was fun, but still good. I feel no, like. no, that's that's exactly. What they said it was like it's yeah. great. Yeah, but I feel like what movie were we talking about? Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> See, what I forgot about, about it already. Forgot about Aquaman already. I feel like it'll be like fun, but like not good. You know, you know, you know the problem with uh, and it's not a problem with DC because DC has a lot of great content. Like one of the last things that I read from DC was Superman All Star, mm-hmm. and it's one of the best comic book series from. Superman it's like he's dying and he's trying to complete these seven tasks Ugh, oh, wow. so damn good like yeah. I started tearing up at one point I was like Aww. no Superman don't bother me <laughs> but they can't do things like that because um, they you know they're married to the WB in such a way that like 
they'll say, well, he's like, well, we want somebody who's like to play Superman who's like this. He's like, no, it's because we got so and so contracted to play Superman. We already have that deal going. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so they have a lot of that in the way. It's I like they can't get out of their own way to make something good because they would it would be too much of a risk. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and these movies made money. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we made money, so we're good. But I feel Suicide like Suicide Squad is an Oscar winning movie. Oh, Let that, that makes sink me in. So uncomfortable hearing that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar winning film oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. You know what's funny is I, when I first started to watch that, or like when I first started seeing the trailers for it, and they flipped it after the Guardians yes. of the Galaxy thing, because yes. it was all dark and brooding, then yes. Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and they were like, look, we're colorful, we're, we're fun. fun, we're awesome, we're funny. we got Parks and Rec guy, and then they were like, we could, we could do that, we could do, let's Did make it we? colorful, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you guys talked about it last yes, time. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it was like a reaction to something, yes. I was like, that right there tells you that they have DC. no idea what they're doing. Warner Brothers is so reactionary, yeah. that's the biggest problem I have with them. Anytime something doesn't work, they immediately change it. Or yeah, like, pivot. ooh, if it does, <laughs> they pivot. Yeah. Or if something works, they're like, throw everything at it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, we got to do this more. And blah, 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 blah. They freak it, out over the littlest things and they change their minds all the time. They don't have a solid slate on their hands. Like, I don't even know if half these movies we've talked about are even getting made. Yeah. Because they'll change their mind like six months in. They're like, oop. Changing it all over again. That Flashpoint movie, never going to happen. <laughs> By the way, this is kind of like what we had in the elevator when the DC guy was just feeling like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. yep. This but is me on hands, all right? I'm not a fear... <laughs> What, what, what frustrated me about that trailer and everything is like, we got they got a lot of talented artists and writers working for it trying to save this thing. Because when they did the whole new graphics treatment for everything, they carried it through to the movie. Like, mm-hmm. remember when they're they're <laughs> they're all introducing the characters and they have those cool oh. fonts come up and everything? I was like, somebody like someone's really trying to polish this because yeah, they're like, they really now this is Guy Ritchie and they're like, this is Inferno. And I was but like, but you oh. know that movie might not have been good from the beginning because I'm gonna talk about oh, my boo Shia LaBeouf for a second. Shia LaBeouf. Oh gosh, <laughs> Shia was originally supposed to be. Scott Eastwood's character, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be way more involved. Because, you know, I don't even remember what he did or said in the movie. It was barely anything, right? That movie's very forgettable. It it's very, very forgettable. forgettable. So he said, basically, like, he came out and said, like, he was supposed to be Scott Eastwood's character. He didn't do it anymore because once they brought Will Smith on, Ooh. that everything just, like, shifted towards Deadshot. He yeah. said his part got cut down a lot. Everybody else's parts got cut down a lot. And it basically you know why that's shot movie. You, you know why that's true. Like you know that's true because oh. Jared Little signed on and he's like, look at all the stuff I get to shoot, and then his and part then was like two minutes. Yes. <laughs> so of course that happened. And so that's probably why it was so bad. And like I love Will Smith as a person, but when was the last time he had a good movie that came out? I don't know, man. Yeah. Ever since he started doing concussion, films with maybe? his kids. Concussion? <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even see concussion. I heard concussion was okay, but that his ac- his terrible accent ruined the whole thing. There I think I think the last time I liked and that's and that's just liked uh Kevin or uh a Will, Will Smith. Smith movie was the the hitch. Hitch, yes. The Hitch. The Hitch. No, the I Am Hitch. Legend. It's called was, Hitch. Was I Am Legend before or after? It was... Are we going to IMDb? I'm going to IMDb. Yeah, let's check that and out. And that movie was not... 
But I liked fantastic. I Am Legend. It wasn't yeah. fantastic. It wasn't it was fantastic, good. especially considering like somebody told me like, oh, I read the book. I was like, oh, what's the book <laughs> like? <laughs> and then they then they told me what the book ended. I was like, that's a that's a much better story. What is the what book did we ends get? with him like curing it, right? And then he like no, no, no. It ends with him being like him essentially committing Legend, suicide. That's what he did yeah. in the movie. Yes, but in a very um, subtle and like. Romantic way. I can't. I can't. Like, Wait, are you like, talking about I Am Legend? The, yeah. bo- the book ends oh, the with book. him, like, oh, and he literally says that line in the movie. He goes, so like, Hitch I am Legend. came out before I Am Legend. Okay. Um, okay. So Hancock was the last. one. <laughs> you Hancock, know what? Hancock came out in two thousand eight. Have you seen the alternates uh, for Hancock? Black Three. I didn't see After Earth. Don't waste your time. Man, Black Three wasn't good. Yeah, After Earth. I didn't watch. <laughs> Collateral Beauty. I liked the concept. It did, I didn't it, see it. it. I heard it was terrible. It wasn't good. Oh, what about that movie? Uh, didn't he do one where like? Uh, the Pursuit of Happiness. I heard yeah, that was Pursuit of Happiness was is good. great. Yeah, yeah that came good. out. That's uh, the last really good movie. That came out in 2006, so that was before I Am Legend oh, okay. and Hancock. So it was Pursuit of Happiness, then I Am Legend, then Hancock. Hancock. Seven Pounds is a terrible movie. One of my best friends loves that movie, and I tell her all the time that movie is terrible. You shouldn't love it. I understand that you love it. Stop giving William money. But it's terrible. <laughs> Have you seen Seven Pounds? No. Have you no. Seen it? I haven't seen it. Don't watch it. Okay. I'm not gonna watch it. He basically. I don't like, know. Listen, I love Big Willie Smith. I wish he'd start rapping again. To be honest, because he used to well, love he's his. About to be he's freaking genie in the Guy Ritchie Aladdin movie, which makes uh. Y'all, I am not as sold on the Aladdin wait, 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 wait. movie. Did you? Is that the one for Disney? Yes. Yeah. Who else would it be for? I don't know. They do a Jungle Book like they did three different ways. Sometimes remember when Nick, when the live action Jungle Book <laughs> came out, they had a Mowgli and then they had a well, Netflix. Well, Mowgli's Mowgli coming out come on out Netflix yet. now. There you go. See, so it's if, just because I'm Aladdin. Uh, it's not just Disney. All right, relax. Well, well, yeah. that's 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 terrible. <laughs> that's, like a, that's why everyone, was, everyone was geeking out about the teaser which was barely anything but yeah. we didn't even see the genie because that's the make or break of the movie it is is Will Smith and I <laughs> but I, I don't just, think he's got it in him to I do mean it. it's it'll probably be okay but it's just because it's like no one's ever gonna top Robin Williams as genie but it's no, not just that be. it's like you got a genie right and what would Will Smith gonna come out and do like is he gonna play it like he did with Jim West and <laughs> Wow, wow, West, where he comes out and all sarcastic, oh, and he's man. like, "Ooh, in the future, blah blah blah." And I was like, "It's not gonna be good that way." People like talk about genie- Wow, wow, West, but I love Wow, wow, West. Don't talk about that movie. Don't talk shit about that movie. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> that movie it is, is wow, great. West? It is Jim West. It's actually pretty good. Des- yes, thank Desperado, <laughs> Rough Rider. What? <laughs> no, you don't want that. I love Wow Wow West. Listen, I love the song more it's than I love the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the song is good too, the but I so like the movie. Okay, I know people don't like it, but it's great. You, know why, you know why? You know why? Spider like at the end. No, it, I, I can I can buy all that. I can buy the spider. I can buy, buy I can buy the, the I can buy the spider. I can buy the guy in the little wheelchair. I can buy all of that. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is that Jim uh, Jim West, the way he's played in that movie, and whoever wrote the lines for Will Smith, he is a complete dick in that movie. And I don't like Will Smith playing a dick. I don't like it. I like it's him. Not him that much I like dick. him as Agent J, where he's a little he's a little boastful, but like he 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 does you know he does his best. You know that's why Agent J. You yeah, know what he I mean? did. Like, Men in Black, the first one is incredible. I, I'll I'll watch all three all the time. Yeah, I'll watch like, all three. The third one. 
Yeah. I'm going to remember back for just a second. Uh, something that you mentioned about Shia, if he was actually in Suicide Squad, it would have been a reunion of him and Will Smith like an iRobot. Exactly. Which, that would have been the only, like... Oh, my like, God, I forgot he was I an iRobot. Yes. iRobot is I a guilty pleasure great. movie. It's so I good. iRobot is a That's good movie. Yeah, like that Serious movie Vicky, guys, okay? <laughs> it's going to happen. Serious <laughs> Vicky, exactly. iRobot's <sighs> fine. I think I think I watched that movie a couple times. I enjoyed it every single time. He was also an eagle eye where the technology <gasps> takes right. over. Will Smith is an eagle eye. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Shia is oh, an eagle yeah, eye yeah, where yeah, the technology yeah. is just like out to get <laughs> Taking it. over. I love I love that the trailer made me like, oh that's cool. And then I saw the movie I was like, oh it's totally not like that. <laughs> what eagle eye? Yeah, I remember when you saw the trailer, it was like him in an office and all these signs were like, jump, get out, blah blah blah. And it was like, oh it's like to, somebody's trying to talk to him through signs and all this kind of stuff but then you're like that is what oh, it is no I know but then you're like technology's that to get him I was like oh wait so it's not that what? the trailer made me like it and then actually watched the movie and I was like, yeah, you didn't like the movie? movie well I mean that's oh, kind of the, the trailer's job is to like buy you in to like they got me <laughs> they got me yeah. just like with Wild Wild West they got me <laughs> hey Wild Wild West is a masterpiece <laughs> All right, let's let's move on from Will Smith, DC Universe, and Wild Wild West. Uh, we've got big Marvel stuff to talk about. Um, something came some, out this week? Uh, something came out this week. <laughs> News? So, I don't, if you've been living under a rock, uh, there's this movie called Captain Marvel. There's a What's new that? trailer that came out this week. And I loved it, and I'm really excited to you see act, this movie. You act like you already watched it. I love it. Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for the trailer last night, watched it about 10 times in a row, looking for every little thing I could. I'm very excited to just to see new stuff out of Marvel because Mm -hmm. they've been quiet for so long, especially with like James Gunn stuff going on. Uh, They can't really talk about phase four. To see anything out of them is like, okay, let's do it. I'll I'll take anything. Uh, and so to get Captain Marvel stuff, which it's coming out within a hundred days, like it is the time to see the next trailer with more story points. And mm-hmm. we got that, and she looks fierce, ready to end the war and defeat Thanos and Avengers Four. Mm-hmm. So I was pissed at Marvel for the last few weeks. They've been canning my shows. I know they've been canning my shows, and I was like, okay. Luke, Luke Cage, okay, Iron Fist, I get you, you, okay, but like but Daredevil, Daredevil, I was like, but I don't uh, think it's, I think they're just taking it from Netflix because they're gonna put it on Disney. Sure, Plus. but that's Netflix, gotta be. But poor Netflix so. because Netflix, I'm like, you making a case for me to just cancel this so yeah. I can get Disney Plus. <laughs> Uh, Poor I, I don't know if that's why. Whatever. I'm not like, gonna do that. I'll probably just pirate everything from Disney Plus. But are you admitting that on this podcast? Yeah, I mean, if it's gonna be cheaper, <laughs> if it'll be cheaper than Netflix, maybe. But I feel like it won't be. They said that it might be, but I feel like it won't be. I think I'll do. Uh, I probably think I'll not. switch back and forth. I'll just cancel one and then re up and then cancel. Just see what you do with every Netflix account. Just find someone who has Disney Plus and then like mooch off of them. There you that's go. That's not a bad idea. You're gonna get Disney Plus. Yeah. You didn't give me your password? (laughs) You didn't give me your HBO password. I didn't? No. Do you need it? Well, you want me to watch Game of Thrones? You did need to watch Game of Thrones. I will give If you need my password to watch Game of Thrones, I will gladly give it to you. I've got like six people already on my HBO. (laughs) This is recorded. This is happening. I've got like six people on it already, so you have to kick some people off, but. Dang. 
Your mama's son's gonna be mad at me then. No, she, she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't use it, okay. Nobody is paying for that right now. <laughs> All right, so let's let me let me kick it off this way. What was your favorite part of the trailer? The favorite Mary part of the trailer? Uh, there was a couple things that hit me. Um, I love seeing her, the line at the end when she's like, I'm not going to fight your war, I'm going to end it. Right. That hit me. I was really excited. Like, ooh, she's going to be the one to end the Infinity War, essentially, mm. and this Kree Scrolls war. But after, like, the tenth time rewatching it, uh, there's a scene between her and Nick Fury that they're uh, trying to start a plane or mm-hmm. whatever, and he's like, you sure you can fly this thing? She's like, I think so. And he's like, this is a yes or no kind of thing. <laughs> and then she looks over at him confidently, and she's like, yes. And then she, like, turns it on and goes, and I'm like, I kind of needed to see that. I got really, like, really emotional over it, just like a woman just being very confident, like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. And she's but I pretty, was, like, confident in that. It's also because, like, she used to be a pilot, right? So like, Exactly. So it already plays her. into yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's some of my favorite stuff. I love the tie-in to uh, Top Gun, her cat. Yeah, that was cute. Goose. That's great. <laughs> mm. That scene with Samuel Jack. Seeing Fury, like, go all soft. I like, know. Was He's really not cute. going soft. He started soft. Yeah, like, this is the Oh, that's true, of that's Nick true, Fury. yeah. Like, there's some people complaining, like, that's not really Nick Fury. Well, like, uh, yes, it this is. is. Yes, it is. The makings of Nick Fury. Yeah. This is this is also his origin story. How did he lose? How uh, did he become a criminal? How did he lose his eye? <laughs> that's right, because he has both eyes. Is that your favorite yeah. part? What? The parts with uh, Samuel L. Jackson? I mean, anytime I see Samuel L. Jackson, that's my favorite part. Mm. What? Deep Blue Sea when he got eaten by a shark? (laughs) (laughs) Heck, that's Die Hard 3. Um, Any of the Quentin Tarantino movies. He's just fantastic. I love love my Samuel L. Jackson when he's screaming and being dope. Have you seen my movies? (laughs) I don't like... I don't like... I don't like Samuel L. Jackson when he's carrying around a purple lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like don't? Samuel L. Jackson when he's yelling about something and he's intense. Thank you, yeah. Mr. Plinkett. Uh, yeah. for oh, that. that's how oh, I these motherfucking snakes. Oh, this motherfucking snakes. Have you not? You don't like? You know he like asked specifically for that purple lightsaber. I know he yes, did. Yes, he did. I know he did. It's because he's Samuel L. Jackson. He gets what the fuck he wants. I know. That's why I like that type of Samuel L. Jackson. But the one in Star Wars, like, maybe we should do something. I don't know. <laughs> Wookie like, we we'll planet, or yeah. we, well. need, we need to move click, quickly. But they're just gonna walk down a hallway. Yeah. Well, I mean, something. the movies did suck. See, and that's badly, why. So that's, you can't really blame Samuel. But here's here's the great thing about this movie, right? I have a Nick Fury that's very Samuel L. Jackson already. Mm-hmm. So seeing the origin of that Samuel L. Jackson, I'm all in on that mm-hmm. because he's he's always been he's always doesn't trust anybody. He's like mm-hmm. everybody's gonna betray me, and this I know this is how that starts because this is the scroll thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can't trust anybody. My favorite part of the trailer is where. She's beating up some old lady. I was like, Yeah, that's yes. so funny. Yes, because it's like the worst thing that you could do is beat up an old lady on a bus. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, That's why you can't trust anybody. No. This girl's could be a little old lady on a bus, and then she's just banging her head against everything. Yeah. I, I love that. That's, yeah, that's that cool. sets a perfect precedent to the movie. The scrolls are the, shapeshifters, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. So they can be anybody, and they can imitate anybody. So, and it's, so that's like it's something I'm really excited to find out. 
are we going to find out that some of the characters that we already know in the MCU have been scrolls this whole time? Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, this, like, changes everything of how we see maybe Avengers 4. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in, mm. <laughs> and because of that, like I want, I want to see how he. You know, he's gonna lose his eye in this movie. It's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. probably yeah. Because he said that, didn't he say that once? He's like, the last time I trusted somebody, I lost, I lost my eye. eye. That's and then he Meredith, said that in Winter Soldier. Meredith has this theory that the cat scratches out his eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be so, so like... funny. I would love that if that's how Nick Fury loses his eye. The cat scratches it out, and you think it's like some crazy, like badass fight scene or something. No, it's just no, him it's just being like a kitty cat. cat. That would be great. Here's Marvel, what, are you listening? Here's, here's the one thing that you I... You have time I, to make this happen. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the weird thing about that movie, right? <laughs> I think somebody put it up as a comic or something like, oh, Thanos' uh, army's attacking the city. I can call Miss Marvel. Eh, I won't call it yet. And then, like, the world's coming to an end. Avengers are dropping cities on Ultron. It's like... No, not yet. <laughs> Thanos well, came gonna... to town, and they're just like, huh? He's coming? Eh, not well, yet. <laughs> Nick didn't know. Nick didn't. Okay, Nick Fury didn't, didn't know, know, and he also went off the grid after um, T- totally, Soldier. Totally yeah. get that. But what about the first three times? We're going to find out. We're going to see where maybe she's he, been. Right. Maybe he thought the Avengers could handle it, and he didn't need to. Maybe it's yeah. like last-ditch resort. We yeah, this is like, in. this is Code Red. Call this it. is our last line of defense. Everybody else is gone. We yeah. have to call her from call where she's Captain been at. I think she's traveling into parallel galaxies as to probably. that's yes. probably why. I think she'll be in the quantum realm when she gets to the future. Like, so she's like, hey, also get Ant-Man while you're in there. Yeah, Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man. I think we're going to get at least two post-credit scenes, a mid-credit and a post-credit scene, and they're both going to have stuff directly to do with it's Avengers more. 4. One being... We're going to see her receive the page. Uh-huh. I think we're going to get that as a mid-credit scene. Sure. And then a post-credit scene, maybe she like runs into Ant-Man. Or she arrives on Earth like right after the dusting Probably. happens or something. That would be insane. The dusting. <laughs> I always like the great the dusting. Dusting. The dusting. Which one are you more excited for, Captain Marvel or Avengers, Avengers 4? 4? Well, let's talk about Avengers 4. Um... <laughs> So here's the deal with Avengers 4. I'm very excited for this movie. I've, I mean, ever since this ha- came out in April, we've all just been like, okay, what what's happened? When are we going to find out anything? Like, how is this going to end? Because how do you end on half of the universe being how gone? We get, how are we getting Spider-Man back? How are we getting Spider-Man back? How are we getting Groot back? Oh, so, that's right. Groot went too. Yeah, and that was sad because he said, I am Groot, and he was calling out to Rocket saying, Daddy. There have been a lot of rumors about when we're getting this Avengers 4 trailer. Last week, there was a rumor it was supposed to come out, and then it didn't happen. Disney moved it to Wednesday, and then uh, because of the National Day of Mourning for George H.W. Bush, his passing, uh, they have decided to pause on releasing it on Wednesday. So the current rumor is and getting more and more true as like the hours have gone on. The Avengers 4 trailer is finally going to drop this Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yay! Which is like, hear, which is what time our time? 6 a.m. 6 a.m. So Girl, if you listen very carefully, I will be up at that time because that's of work. Thank that's what goodness. time my alarm goes off at 6 a.m. So as soon as I wake up, I'm just going to be like, <laughs> you're like, are you just, just, shop just like, listen and you can hear Meredith squeal. <laughs> <laughs> you will hear a scream. 
Hollywood. Right, that's that gonna be my alarm in the morning. I'm like, oh man, oh, this is so You too. That's funny. Oh man, I'm. I think like super high because we want to see who comes back or what's going on. I wonder. I wonder if they'll throw Ant Man in there as some sort of bridge. I think we'll see Ant Man in the trailer. I think. I think because they're releasing this trailer so close with Captain Marvel that she will be in the trailer. Yeah. We're gonna get images. We're not gonna get a crazy new intense stuff, I don't think. No. I feel like there'll be a lot of voiceover from Thanos, um, just so, like recounting what happened in Infinity War with a few new scenes with the additions of like, oh, there's Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Captain Marvel, what? And do you, so do you really, th- it's, so you think it's going to be a full-fledged trailer? It's not just going to be a teaser trailer? I think it's going to be a one-minute teaser mean. trailer. So it's just going to be Josh Brolin talking and then you're going to see the glove come back when it's all cracked. I don't want to see any Thanos, honestly. What? I mean, I'll be okay seeing Thanos, but I mostly want to see, like, everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, F just, Thanos. You know it's going to just be Josh Bullock and be like, Ugh, I, that I just don't want it to be a minute of him just sitting on the farm or something. Right. It's just going to be him going, Monologuing. I, I don't want to hear you. Mom. It cost me everything, but I did it. <laughs> And now they've come to take it away from me. Uh, and then it's like, it's like and the big old, you know, uh, font comes out, and the big, you know, titles, and it says Avengers. You know, I, what, are they, what are they calling the we next one? We don't know. Oh, okay. We well, don't know. We're going to find out, hopefully, at the end of this trailer. Infinity War D. <laughs> well, that was the original plan, was to break it up as a part one and a part two, but then they were like, nope, it's just going to be Infinity War is the first one, and then we're not telling you Final crisis. I heard that yeah. the reason that they did that was because, like, breaking movies into two parts was not doing well for so many other movies like yeah. the Divergent movies mm-hmm. and I think like the Hunger Games Hunger movies Games. and Who other did that movies. first was The Matrix and it was bad. Was it The Matrix? Really? I mean, they did uh, The Matrix Revolution. No, wait, it was called Reloaded and Revolution. No, for a part one and but a part no, two. No, but it literally, one part two. No, but it literally says to be continued at the end of it. And you're like, yeah, but that's oh. different. That's different. They were doing, because they did They like, did it for the first time with Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, part one and part two, which that was the only case wasn't where it made sense for it to be broken up as a part one, one and a part two. Was it Harry Potter first or was it Twilight first? It was definitely Harry was Potter, Potter first. first? Okay. Twilight copied Harry Potter. Twilight did it. Then it was Divergent. No, no, then it was, it was Hunger Games. And then, then it, it was Divergent. Divergent. But as it went on, it got worse and worse and worse. Divergent didn't even get a part two. Yeah. They were just like, no. nope. <laughs> that's not happening. So that's why they were like, okay, let's not let's not split it in half. I mean, why would they be afraid of that? It's yeah. Marvel. It's Avengers. People are gonna. Plus, see they did it, it right. The movie ended. Yeah. You know, and they it ended in a way that it ended, like, but we all knew none of those people were dead. Come on. Now. Yeah. So I'm Stop I'm super excited it. about that. But then also, guys, there now it is being it's a more confirmed rumor that we're gonna get the Spider-Man Far From Home Yay. trailer this Saturday at one of the cons in Brazil. Oh yeah, I um, saw the I saw the they were setting it up and they Yeah, so we're gonna it's be exciting. So this is like a full Marvel week. We're getting the last trailers to the last Phase three movies. They're just mm. trying to make me forget mm. that they canceled Daredevil. They're, and, you know, they're, they're doing, doing their part. Job. Like I know you're upset about Daredevil, but here's three new trailers for yeah, you. Yeah, they're like, here, buddy, here's three <laughs> right. new trailers for you. I know it canceled Daredevil. What's we gave you this season? I'm not sure. I wonder. As soon as it premieres, they're going to say like, Jessica's getting hers. 
She's yeah, Jessica and Punisher because they're working on both two. of them right now. So basically, they're going to be like they premiere and then like three days later, they cancel. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> it. Never going to see it again. Bye, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, wasn't she? Wasn't the the lady from Jessica Jones? Wasn't she in Don't Trust the Beast? Yes, yeah. yeah yes, that one got canceled too. Also, she a break. Also, <laughs> Walter White watched her choke to death in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, she that's did. right. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kristen Ritter is that? Yeah, her? Kristen yeah. Ritter. Yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. She's great. Oh. Yeah, she was also in Twenty Seven like, Dresses, and oh. I watched that not that long ago. <laughs> Who was she in Twenty Seven? She was her friend. She was a, the receptionist at her work, and she was. Uh, she Bitchy had her wedding. Whatever. Yeah, she had like a goth wedding. Let me guess. Oh. She plays a curmudgeon. <laughs> you would be correct. Oh man, oh, we're getting close to the end of our time, but. I wanted to take time to talk about this because, Ernie, the reason why you couldn't come on for... Forever. Ever, basically, <laughs> was because uh, you had not seen the movie Logan. No, and I hadn't seen it yet. We, like a goober. And uh, a bunch of us at work had <laughs> tried to convince you to watch this movie for a long time to the point of us just saying, just watch Logan. And you stubbornly said no. And then finally I was like, you can't come on my podcast until you watch Logan. I'll watch it now. You gotta dangle a carrot. (laughs) So you watched it over the Thanksgiving break and you reviewed it on your podcast radio tunes with your brother and you were not as hot on this movie as Brianna and myself. No, and let me put a prerequisite out there. Before, when they were telling me, you need to watch it, you need to watch it, he's like... Uh, I kept saying, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. My whole thing about not watching it was like, I have watched Origins. I have watched The Wolverine. I have watched X-Men 1 through 3. And it was like, I was with a, I was with an abusive girlfriend who was just like, no, this one will be good. And then she punches me in the nuts. And then I was what? like, oh, no, stop. And then she's like, this one's good. And I was like, I'm not going back this time. All right, I'm not gonna do it this time. <laughs> That's what my mindset was. Okay, you know so what I mean. So I did watch it. it. See, you you guys are like it's the greatest superhero movie out of the Fox That's Studios. Not out of Fox Studios. Out of Fox, okay, yes. absolutely, right. for sure. And I From agree the with Marvel I, properties. I would argue that hands down. I I, I I agree with that, but it's not as great as you guys made it out to be in terms of like stacking it against all these other superhero movies. Or what other, other superhero movies? movies are we stacking against? Because I don't even know. I don't know, like Infinity War. You're talking like Civil War. Well, Civil War is like I love Civil, Civil War, War is but I will put Logan Civil over War is Civil War because sure. it goes. Civil War plays on the fact that it is basically Avengers two and a half. And the meat of that story is about a bunch of different characters, whereas this is a case study of a man who just basically wants to die, and this is his last adventure. Mm-hmm. And this girl shows up into his life, and he's brought back into it one more time. And one it is ride. a Western. And it's, as a standalone yeah. movie, it is the Incredible. best of the bunch. I, I agree even if you're fun. even if you're like not even looking at it as an X Men movie, like just a movie on its own, it's no, an incredible it's film, and it's not even. It's basically about it's a Western movie that happens to have mutants in it. Yes. It has like very little to do with the crazy like X Men world and being connected sure. with that. But there, 
there's hints and Easter eggs to that time. It's its own canon and its own standalone, and it, it just works so it's well. So good. Here's, here's the, the main issue, and I can sum it up in one word it, with the movie, is that it's, it's so heavy-handed. Like, my whole thing with a lot of great movies is the subtlety in which they present things. Have you seen X2 in any of the X-Men movies? Why do you think I didn't want to watch this? Why do you think I didn't want to watch this? What is heavy-handed about it? I don't get it. There's a lot of... Okay, so... Because because we're in the industry, because we know how things are done, I was like, they made this a rated R movie, right? So the mm-hmm. first sequence, the first like ten minutes of the movie, they're like, we need to have killing, and we need to have tits, and we need to have hard drinking. There's no boobs in the. There's, there's boobs? right in the first five minutes. There. She goes like, look, woo! She takes, I was like, it's after oh my the first God. fight, yeah. Yeah, and I so I was like, I, and I, I could smell some executive being like, we need to show this, and we need to show that. I was like that. That put me off at the very beginning because I was like, "Listen, a, a rated R movie. I get it. Deadpool did Gangbusters, and now you're trying to do that, right? I get that. I get that, and that's a great move because you know what? If you've ever read any of the comic books, Logan is just like that. Like he'll 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 cut you, and he'll like decapitate people. Which he'll do all sorts of stuff. Did. That's why whenever you saw him in the movies, it was like, "Wow, this is really subdued." Mm-hmm. From Wolverine, right? They finally got to let. So him. I don't get why. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't get why you have an issue with that. Then I have an issue only because, like, now it feels like they're just checking shit off. The whole thing with him fighting in the beginning, I liked the I liked the violence in the very beginning with that, but like that he's a limo driver and everything with um, like his his day to day job and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that whole scene makes it seem like in the very beginning, like it's supposed to be a post apocalyptic. Like the very beginning, yeah, and then he goes into, oh, I'm just driving these kids around for prom and stuff. I was well, like, wait a minute, no, no, so wait, we're not. Is it, it supposed to be post? It is po- think- It's post mutant. It's not. It's not post apocalyptic. It's post mutant. No, yeah, no, the I fact get it. I that. Get it. This is a very real, like, future coming up that most of the service industry, like, it's automated trucks mm-hmm. and cars. And, like, yeah. that's a subtle detail that you see in the movie that's, yeah. like, not, like, pointed at, yeah. but it's there. Right. And that driving, like, having drivers is exclusive to limousine drivers yeah. and the rich. So that is, like, a cool, like, subtle thing that, like, Logan is trying to make ends meet to, to get Professor X off of the mainland so he can't cause any more damage uh, because of his seizures. How... I just think that's incredible. Also, I feel like I understand why they had all that stuff in the first scene because they wanted to establish, like, okay, this is not your typical X-Men movie. This is going to be, like, much different. We this are not your grandma's see- X-Men movie. Exactly. <laughs> this is an R-rated X-Men course, film. And that's really what I feel like they were trying to do. And they were really trying to, like, showcase it, right in why, the beginning yeah. what Wolverine can really do when we've right. not seen what he mm-hmm. can do in a no, I get that. This is, and I think, I think the they, point of them trying to check everything off, you have to remember, this is Hugh Jackman's last yeah, outing as uh, as Wolverine. So therefore, it's his last they do rap. have to check off the boxes of like, yeah. okay, if we're doing this already, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. We're right. going to have everything out there on the table because this is the only time we're going to do it with this character. Right. Yeah. So we're going all in. But it's like, in the very beginning, there's like, the, that whole violence thing carries through the whole movie. Yeah. It's true. But like, yeah. the tits, just, that's the only time you see it. So it goes away right away. And then they don't cuss as much going through the rest of it. And I think it has to Time. Who cares if there's not enough cursing in it? No, blah, I'm blah, saying, blah, I'm no. saying 
they could have just sprinkled it in. They didn't have to say it so much in the very beginning and be like, They didn't just say it in the very beginning. It was to establish it, and then it carried through. The Bachelorette showing off her boobs, fine. That's a throwaway (laughs) thing that they probably didn't need to have, but it was there to establish, like, these are the people. It's an R-rated movie, and these are the people that he's, like, driving around in order to make ends meet. I get it. The other other situations I had was, like, I get the whole thing is supposed to be very mice and men. Like, it's supposed to be a Western. I... Like, they made that very apparent. With They're literally watching Shane. Exactly. The greatest, the greatest Western ever made. And, and then they made a special point of, like, saying, this And movie. Laura quotes it at the very end. Like, how beautiful <laughs> is that? Ugh. I don't... I feel like you're just trying to find reasons. No, yes. no, 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 no. So that's really what I no, feel No, like. it's not, because I'm watching it, and when I saw those parts, I was like, oh, come on. They're, they're literally watching Shane. He's like, we, we're smart. We What's know this is shame. What's wrong with that? I don't get it. Okay, it's just not like, every person is... Okay, not every it's comic not heavy book fan handed. has gone out, out of their way to see Shane. Yeah. So Shane was like a Shane's subtle like thing. Class, first of all, I class, never have heard of Shane before in Shane my life. was a thing that like kids had to read in, in, in school. It's what? like saying mice and men. I had like, never mice heard. Mice and men, yes. Shane, we read Shane no. in school. I never not read Shane. I don't okay. know what Shane is about. I don't know who Shane is. Nothing about Shane. Okay, well, it's basically So it's Logan. not a common... <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. All That's why it's Logan. cool imagery and cool foreshadowing as to, like, how this movie will play out, that they're watching Shane. Right. So, again, subtle things that James Mangold does in this movie that, yes. like, I didn't pay find off it later. I find it... I you found do it realize that this movie was nominated for an Oscar, right? Remember when we said that Suicide Squad is an Oscar nominated? Okay, but Suicide Squad is nominated for technical stuff. You can't tell me. No, 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 no. This was nominated for adapted screenplay. That is amazing. Suicide Squad is nominated for like makeup or some shit. Yeah. This is an actual like real Oscar. This is a real Oscar for like screenplay for like writing because the movie was damn good. It was good. I didn't. I'm not saying it was. And honestly, it's just. It's. I'm not. It's not at the same level for me as it is for you guys. I'm sorry, but I'm how can you deny the act, the acting caliber of Hugh Jackman and Sir Patrick Stewart? Hugh in this Jackman. Movie? How <laughs> they give some of their best performance. They really performances do in yeah. this movie, and to deny that, I think it's That's just. True being really stuck. The best the best parts in that movie are literally like not so much the violence or anything like that. The best parts of those movies are when Professor X and Logan are talking. And it sucks that they don't do enough of it. Because they do the one scene when he like he brings them his meds mm-hmm. right in the very beginning. And then when they're driving and they get to the first gas station mm-hmm. and he's like, I gotta piss. And then they do that whole thing. I was like, mm-hmm. I wanted to see more of that shit. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to see them like I don't know the relationship of him being the caretaker as a person who used to take care of him is just that dynamic's fucking great and then well I guess spoilers if you haven't seen the movie you should have already but like then he dies halfway through and you're just like well yeah that was gonna happen I just I was hoping you'd give me a little more time with him because those parts were fucking great but that is that's humanity and that's the themes that they're playing off of like life doesn't slow down when you need a break and it you saw that death coming a mile away too, because yeah, at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> where he was like, yeah, they're having okay. a nice dinner. He's like, oh, he's fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> which how great that was the one moment. That was the one moment that they got to act as a family. Yeah, and it kind of breaks your heart a little bit. And then he has one moment of clarity of like, 
<laughs> Professor X understands Logan. He understands the weight that he's been carrying mm. uh, and holding and keeping from him. And when he says, like, this is the best day of my life and I don't And Logan didn't it. get to hear any of it. Because <laughs> he was actually talking to the double. And the double just hung out in the stand. It, the was, it was great. It it's was such so a nice good. Scene. It's I such a nice scene. And then you're like, oh, I, wait, has the murderer just been chilling there waiting <laughs> for him to finish? And then he goes, puts his hand on his chest and goes, Bye. This is a movie. Ernie, this is a movie. I understand your disbelief. Oh, my God. We're watching a movie about mutants and a guy who Yeah, suspend your disbelief. But <laughs> See, oh literally God. any other I can buy, movie no, out I can there. buy all that kind of stuff, but okay. when somebody's just chill, he's like, are you done? All right. Bye. Okay. In, <laughs> literally in every other movie, the villain reveals his evil plan before he's yeah. about to kill someone. And so he like, just sure, like, but you, but style, it was just, and then I he think, just wordlessly kills him. Yeah, I know, but it's established that later on there's like, this guy, this thing is barely born, so it can't really, all it can do is follow my directions. It's like, mm-hmm. But maybe he was actually listening. Maybe that's what I was <laughs> trying to say. Maybe <laughs> this thing actually has some kind of a heart or a soul or something. No, it killed all the family. Okay, they were like, but put her down. Still, they yeah. shot him. But he like, t- uh, he took my- a second to listen to Professor X because people listen when Professor X speaks. <laughs> that's right. That's so, what, you know. that's what that is then. Yeah, you just that's talk. what that is. Talk when I talk, people listen. So no, for real. I'm actually serious. <laughs> I really think that's what it is. Sir Patrick Stewart is part- captivating. I've seen him live on Broadway before. Oh. Him and Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. Anyways, so Ian and Patrick. Come on, man. So remember they were for I've a long seen, time. They were in the bowler hats and walking around. They're anyways, like both the, I've seen them both live uh, performing and waiting for Godot, and they are just absolutely captivating. Oh, yeah. And you just can't help but Classic just dive them. into whatever they're saying. Yeah, I watched the cut stuff, and I was like, I'm so glad they cut all of this stuff because a lot of it was just like you ruined something yeah. by adding this. Like for example, but that's why the editing the, process exists. Yeah, they really like. They really, if they had had those in there, I would have been like, this is stupid. What'd you do? This is yeah. stupid. Uh, what's his name? The guy that sniffs out mutants? Oh, I um. I forget his name. but uh, Stephen Merchant is his real Stephen name. Merchant, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. He's this character. guy who's like been, uh, so they capture him in the movie. Caliban. And, and he's being forced Caliban. to. Caliban. Caliban. He's being forced to like help these guys out. And he has this condition where he can't be in the sun. Mm-hmm. And they tell him some line like, fear the light my children or something somebody yeah. tells him that because they start to burn him by like opening the windows yeah and then he has this badass death where he takes two grenades and he throws them at the guy and he goes fear the light and then it blows up and then it's like and then in the in the uh cut scenes it's like extended death and in the extended death he's crawling out and he's all bloody and everything and he's like Ugh. Ugh. i was like why would you even film that? Just let him die all badass and like the They wanted to cover all the bases. Listen, I was in film school. You oh. get coverage. Oh. You get coverage. That's what's important is you get all your coverage and you cut stuff later. That's what no, the process but is for. Even with that, it's like this that's that's him, he's dead. Like he went out in a badass way. He finally is badass after all that. Like I really liked his character because it's very like he knew he was worthless to Logan and yet still did all that stuff yeah. for him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he knew he knew about the plan of the boat. He knew about, like, he can't well, read he anymore. Knew he knew Logan was he's dying and called oh, him out. Oh, he knows it, yeah. yeah. It's like, why do you need glasses now? 
Mm-hmm. You know, that that was a big thing. It's like, you missed the yeah, message because you couldn't see it. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Like, it's not their mutant abilities that are killing them. It's their humanity that is killing Professor X and Logan and that are manifesting in real, <laughs> like, human diseases. Yeah. And just how they handle that, I, I'm i sorry. Listen, like, I, James Mangold, the entire team, he, it's clear that Hugh Jackman wasn't going to go out on like wasn't going to end a his time movie. yeah no. he was going to end his time as wolverine on the highest note he could and yeah. he wasn't comfortable and, was and i'm glad they did it because it's, it's a finally a good movie came a out of the fox movie. studios it's so finally yeah. they, like the, the i selfishly only want all r-rated uh, x-men movies for sure yeah. you don't need That's to do you don't need be. to do all the r-rated but wolverine's one of those characters where he's like it's it's like if you want to do a punisher movie that has to be r-rated yeah. oh my gosh he's, yeah he's like if you've brutal. seen them, yeah, exactly. He's brutal. That's part of his character. But you can have like a if you were to do a good X Men origin movie with like Scott and you got Angel Beast, you know the original actual core ones. You could do that as a PG thirteen all day because these are children coming know. to Professor X. You know, but you got Wolverine. Wolverine literally cuts people. I just feel like all these movies should be R rated, and that's just me because just, I love. You just, you just want to see. Wanna you see just want to see him say like, fuck, and you want to see titties. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to see the see violence. Full frontal. I want to see the Logan. real. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just I wouldn't mind full frontal Captain in America. Doesn't Captain Momoa do that in the new movie? Or is that just the I don't think so. No, it's not R rated. I was Would that have drawn in the crowds though? Probably, saying. yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> anyway. mind a full, full frontal Captain America. Okay. I wouldn't mind full frontal Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Well, I'll just say, like. Uh, Hemsworth! Oh, yeah. For sure. We want to see the Anaconda. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, they don't all have to be already, but the fact that somebody recognized that this character needed. That liberty, just for the violence, actually, not so yeah. much for the cussing right but it was like they needed that. Yeah, yeah. they did for sure. And there's, and again, I, I did like the movie. I thought it was great, and it's the best out of that whole thing. And I was like, okay, they've kind of redeemed themselves. They know that just let somebody do their thing, have a theme. It, the theme was the strongest part of this movie, for real. So it was all right. the 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 it. It was all the heavy-handed stuff that bothered me, like stuff with comics that was weird and out of place. I and then the, the, the last, I don't the last the scene, I agree with you very shit. much, was very beautiful. The fact that she's repeating back Shane to him, mm-hmm. which I thought was more of a "Here's my last message from Professor X to you," because mm-hmm. it was Professor X's favorite movie. Because he yeah. went to go see it when he was a child, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it was like transcribing it because professor x couldn't be there yeah you know so he carried it over but then she makes the cross I into an x and i'm like she turned the cross i don't know oh. why you didn't like that because because i thought that was that, so cute this movie is about the apotheosis of logan right yes and logan is, logan what is what other way to immortalize this character in his death then leaving the X there. The X. I'm sorry. I don't what know is why that was an issue. You? Because it's not about the X Men. It's about Logan. It no, it's about Logan the X Men. You know how he could have done it better? You know how he could have done it better? She could have had his dog tags and hanged him on there. She didn't have. 
He had to lift it. I thought it was better because she like also she is the one who had like all the X-Men comics. So she clearly was like a into the X-Men, yeah. a fan of the X-Men. So like to be like with like one of the main X-Men and one of the last ones, of course you're gonna turn into yeah, an X. And besides to memorialize the X-Men. And then the, she is now part of this new generation of X-Men. No, yeah, like I, it I, is ending I, the old guard and remembering the old guard as they go anew with this new generation. But it's like the the, the yes, if you're saying that that's it's all about X-Men, but the the movie's called Logan and yeah. it's all about Logan. Yes, so why not why not why not have his dog which they clearly made a point to show in the very beginning. So I think at some point it was it was part of the script to have that carry over because they made it a point to show Logan as dog tags and everything because he's had mm. those for years at yeah. this point. It would have just been more beautiful for her to hang that on there mm. to specifically close the book on this person. I don't the know. The X-Men. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because there were, at the time, there were no more, like, X-Men, right? The yeah. X-Men were done. Right. So yeah. why... like, the so X-Men why, live on. Uh, that's what yeah, it is. It's that's like, what it is. We're continuing this. Yeah, if you continue it, they have the books, they have the toys and everything. That goes with them. But this is the last point for Logan. Well, you see, eh, at, at the very least, do you see my point? I see no. your point, but I, <laughs> but I think they, I'm okay with the dog tags not being there because they were probably buried with him. Also, I think it's really sweet that they redeemed the prophecy in the Wolverine that he dies holding <laughs> his heart in his hand. And it's Laura's hand that he's holding as he dies. Like, oh, oh. I get emotional, <laughs> so emotional all over that again. I'll tell you some great parts that I really liked about the movie. That okay. I think that they made it a point to do in other movies. So I'm glad the opposite was true here. Is like, I just watched Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. and like they show Wolverine's ass and they show his his physique and everything. Yeah. It's like this is this is all for the ladies, and this is all like. You gotta it's give this two or three minutes. Ladies, but in this on. one, who what ladies are going to see these X Men movies? I'm sure there are ladies going to see them, but they're that's not their main For audience. Jackman? They're not uh, catering. Up? They're not catering to women. I'm just saying. Show yeah. No, I'm and just saying. But off. well, it's not just women. There's other people who might enjoy that. Oh my gosh, come on. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is, in this one, like they made it a point to always keep them kind of in a shirt, kind of covered up, because the only time they actually show it is to. Uh, personify the fact that he is like not healing so fast. Yeah, I don't right. Think so keeping him it. in the suit, keeping him with the shirt on, it's like we get like that's how like kind of old he is in this movie. You're not seeing the physique. You're not seeing all you kind of see is the change in his face. I don't think yeah. that's you what know? it is. I think what it is is because it's more those other X-Men movies are way more commercialized than Logan was. Logan was way more artistic, so they're not worried about, oh, let's get some shirtless scenes. That's what I'm saying. They they restrain themselves from that. Yeah. The other thing is, like, they they made it a point not to show too many special effects. Like, a lot of the special effects were confined to the YouTube video that, like, he's trying to play with all the kids and stuff. And the arm, I mean, of the 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 guy. The arm was very subtle, too. Like, it was was there, and it did cool stuff, but it wasn't like, look at my arm! It wasn't like Ulysses' yeah. claws arm in Black Panther. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like all of the crazy stuff. See, it was these, doing. these, all these parts show restraint, and I think that's a big yeah. part of like great filmmaking is mm-hmm. knowing when like we could have a car go off this cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we could just hear it and see the reaction on somebody's face mm-hmm. and see that might mean more because you're seeing this kind of 
person go through this as opposed to seeing a car crash. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's kind that's some of the stuff that Logan did in the movie are more about that mm-hmm. and less like I could I could have seen the part where like he buries Professor X. <sighs> that gets it's it's you know I could have seen in another movie him pulling out his closet and be like, nah, and he like takes out some trees or he starts like tearing yeah. up the truck or whatever. No, he's just he's just crying for the first time. He's just crying. And then he takes the shovel and starts beating the car. Yeah. As opposed to like taking out his closet and trying to do some like special effect thing. He's just being he's just human. Dude, yeah. yeah. You know, that again, more restraint as opposed yeah. to, you know, some of the other yeah, parts I thought were so good. It's so much more. I'm yeah, just totally. looking up other movies that he did because I didn't know. He did The Wolverine, which I liked The Wolverine. That Wolverine was bad. I didn't mind The Wolverine. Like, the I know Wolverine a lot of people was better than Origins. That's the one in Japan, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's better. Where he's trying to die. Sure. Yeah. But he also did Walk the Line, 310 to Yuma, which yeah. is a Western. Girl Interrupted, which is great. He did Night and Day. Night and Day. I love that movie. See, Identity. And this, is, this is why Kate it was, it was a great choice for this movie. Yeah, like. like Clearly, yeah. like, he wanted study. to make a movie more in line with those movies as opposed to, like, doing what he did in Wolverine. And yeah. I think it shows and it succeeds because of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, I, that's why I enjoyed the movie. Um, and especially considering, like, I've seen some... I'm, we're going back on the podcast. We're going to be walking backwards. And so I watched Days of Future Past. We're going to watch Apocalypse. And we're going to mm-hmm. watch X-Men 3 again. You've not seen Apocalypse either? No. What? Yeah. Oh, gosh. You've not seen any of these X-Men movies. No, no, no. I haven't seen those last two. the last one that you saw? X3 and I saw Origins. I hadn't seen these last two because I was just like, I'm done with you guys. Okay, because after... No more. After and then they dropped Olivia Munn in one. I was like, no, forget it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to... I can't wait to hear you talk about Apocalypse. <laughs> Origins. I mean, was it Origins? Yeah, after Origins, I can understand you just being like, I'm done with X-Men. Yeah. Origins, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't Origins. even watch they sewed, okay, they sewed Deadpool's mouth shut. Like, why? Why would you do you that? You wasted your Ryan Reynolds. Too. Right. You just, wasted, like, wasted your Ryan. There were so, even... there so many talented people in there, and I, think, I was like, why have this cavalcade of characters? What is called X-Men Origins Wolverine. Like, yeah. just focus on him. Yeah. I didn't even watch, like, the full X-Men <laughs> Origins. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw the leaked version that had all the, like, green screen stuff and everything still in it. <laughs> That's how you saw it. That's how I watched the movie. So, uh, do you know what we're talking about? No. So, before the movie came out, it got leaked without any of the special effects attached. Oh, shoot. So, like, a bunch of my friends were like, come look, we're watching X-Men Wolverine. (laughs) And it's literally like, he's going, and it goes like this and nothing comes out. (laughs) And then, like, he gets... It's so... It's even worse than the actual movie that it's actually more entertaining because you see yeah. all this stuff. Like, you all see Ryan guys. Reynolds, and he's got, like, all this CG crap all uh, over him. It's fantastic. I wish they had saved that as an alternate cut. Yeah. That would have been funny because so yeah. many people saw it like that. It's so, yeah, that's how I saw the movie. Terrible. I was yeah. like, no, it no, is no, terrible. It's terrible. But, yeah, no. it's going to be fun to run it back. So, yeah. you, you know, should, well, I, I'm probably just going to rent it or when something. When you watch yeah. it again, watch the green screen version. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Watch the leak. Did you ever and, watch that version? Yeah, I have seen him because again, like my okay. friends were like, oh, "Come on!" Mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna watch it Irregular. in the real version and then we'll walk it back." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing uh, your reviews, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. I mean, like, granted, we do this on a day-to-day basis, but it's just really fun to actually like record one of these yeah. because 
This is what it's like at ET. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is ET Live in a nutshell. After working really hard, we sit around and talk and yeah. debate nerd-related yeah. stuff. Um, One day we'll get into our minority report. Oh my gosh, not today. Not, <laughs> not today. Minority report not today. <laughs> Guys, my life was threatened over minority report before. She lied not to going down again. <laughs> Listen, Ernie is wrong about minority report. That's all I need to know. I'm not going to engage because this is her podcast. She doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> So I that can know be, he's wrong. That can be round two uh, the next time the two of you are on because mm-hmm. I'd love to have you back. Um, thank you uh, so much for coming on. Ernie, where can uh, people find you? I'm at Neo Ernie. That's a really old Twitter because I was really into the That's so funny. <laughs> you know what's so funny is because I've been calling you Neo when you come yeah. in with that duster coat on. And I'm like, oh, It's a hey, really Neo. nice coat. It is but, a yeah. nice coat. Yeah. It's at Neo Ernie, and you guys can catch our podcast if you search Radio Tunes Podcast. We're on, like, iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Give us a listen because it's just me and my brother, and we do stuff like this all the time. Mm-hmm. Except he's... Uh, he has very different opinions than I do. Really? <laughs> you should listen to the Logan one and see what he has to say about He likes that. it, right? He loves it. He hates it. He liked it more than I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we should have him on. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Brianna, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. My name is Matinee Honey. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic day. Oh. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>